bandwidth for erotic awakening is provided by the playroom of El Paso, Texas. Go and meet wonderful people and then get spanked by them. Go play. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. What are we doing today? I think we're doing the best of 2012. Apparently all podcasts have to do a best of 2012, so we're going to go ahead and do ours today. By the way, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you. Did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? I did, because I didn't want anything. So I got some (laughs) stuff. So everything, that just means that everything that I got was a bonus. Well, there you go. Yay. Um, I don't recall what I got you. It was so long ago. Oh, that's okay. It's one of them. It's one of the best ofs. Oh, you're right. Well, we will leave that that then. I didn't know that. Uh, And we also have a question of the day regarding play partners. And a very interesting um, uh, question because it's something that we talk about a lot that uh, we may be giving people not the full answer. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Awesome. Um, So that's it. That's today. That's today. So, Wow. You want to just start right off the bat? Yeah, let's do a best of right off the bat. Okay, and the problem is one cup of coffee early in the morning. Let's yes. see what I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where, are we, where are we starting today? Let's do, hmm, we have a whole list here. Let's just start off with a big one. <clears throat> what was your favorite episode uh, of, of the our year? podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, well then. Uh, my f- um, you know, I, I have to admit I'm fond of EA228, which is what we did last week, simply because I'm still hearing comments about the dog bowls. Um, <laughs> boy, that's a tough one. I I tell you, I'm going to go with, uh, darn it, you have a category for favorite recording spot. This is a better recording spot than it is an episode. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, what are you, yeah, what are it was you, hard because I, I ended up, uh, we have so many good ones with guests and mm-hmm, you know, different mm-hmm. experiences and things. And I ended up, and this one is, is more of a, um, I don't even know what word to use, but I scrolled through the list of ones that we had. And my favorite one was when we were interviewed by Jay and Jasmine. So like I said, <laughs> it's, it's more of a, um, it's not as much fun. Right. So it was the one that was working with past trauma in a non-standard relationship. And they came on our show and interviewed us about how we've worked through um, my traumatic past, you know, and have used MS as a way of helping me grow from that. And some of the tip, you know, tips and tricks that we use to get me to where I can deal with that and be in an open, honest, intimate relationship, Mm -hmm. you know. That involves non-alternative ways of dealing with things. <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's a great uh, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. I agree, and I have decided that um, I'm going to go with our interview of the accidental pervert. 
Yes. The, uh, <laughs> the comedian that we did. Um, and I don't know what episode that is. But I think it was really neat to be contacted by somebody who's, you know, doing their one-man show. Mm-hmm. You know, he sent us a bunch of swag. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, I think we might have an accidental we, pervert T-shirt laying around. I or think two we still. still do, yeah. So, uh, podcast listeners, write in and get one. Um, we gave it, someone tickets to go see a show. Gave someone tickets to go see a show, but it was really neat to have somebody uh, that is also. I kind I admire the idea of being a stand-up comic, like mm-hmm. you know, and, and we do. <laughs> I do my bit, right? And I did my bit at Loop Recali about a year ago, and we're talking about some other places. But uh, it was neat to hear to have somebody that has that same sense of humor and that same quick wit mm-hmm. to to fence with a bit. Yes. So that was fun. Well, the fencing, you know, that I have another favorite. You can. Yes, than... I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> but uh, the interview with Casey Cunningham. Ah, uh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, loved yeah, yeah. sitting in the hotel room and just bantering with her back and forth. Uh-huh. You know, we had some slight ideas that were a little different, and but we were able to converse about it in a way that wasn't attacking or defensive or you know anything like that. So that was really. Really, really, really neat. See, I am adding new bests of to the list as we speak. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to tell you a, a best of, and you don't have to have a best of for this one. You, okay. It, but, uh, or, you can, or you might have one. I don't know. Okay. Best new, and by new, I mean podcast that started in 2012. Best new podcast. Oh. Best new podcast that See, my, started my answer in 2012. See, my answer is very self-serving because I'm going to say the people of kink. Oh, with crazy yes, hearts. Yes, that because you is. and I were. It, I, it was just such so much fun to be interviewed. It by was. Him. So it was. So. Although I see Dark Angel got two episodes <gasps> to our one. So, oh, uh, yeah, see he, how that goes. Yeah, I had no clue anyone <laughs> talked more than we did. That's fantastic. That was a great interview, though. And uh, we should not talk shit about uh, Dark Angel, as we will be seeing him in the coming months. Mm, but we'll we get will. more to that later. <laughs> um, Wow, best of. Okay, no. so so I'm scrolling through, like I said, I'm scrolling through the episodes, and another thing popped out at me, and you know, this gets kind of um, weird because we've done so much stuff that sometimes it's just hard to figure out the favorites. Sure, sure. You know, it's really hard. So, got one for you. Don't have to have it because I've got mine. What is your favorite quote of the year? Favorite quote of the year. Now, mine comes from the podcast, but I guess it doesn't have to. Uh, I will, because I don't have one, I will punt and say, what a bargain. (laughs) Well, when we go to GLLA and people are like, what a bargain, as we're going, oh, wait, I have uh, another favorite to add as well. (laughs) So, now my favorite quote is... We ain't no rock stars. <laughs> love that. Love that. So for uh, people that, uh, that was episode 200, and, and actually that was one of my favorite episodes as well, mm-hmm. uh, where we, we, that was the title of the, you know, we're going on that, yeah, we've done 200 episodes of podcasts, we had to travel <laughs> internationally, publish a couple books, but it doesn't make us uh, rock stars. I right. Mean, why is that your favorite quote? I... Well, part of it is because people started telling us we were rock stars, but then they were telling Barak and Sheba, so were they. And they're like, hey, where'd this come from? We're not even part of this. You know, and then somebody made us T-shirts. Yes. <laughs> that would be the bat, I think. Yes. Oh, the bat. Yes. Oh, and, then, and Barak I, I actually gave me a lot of, it would give me a lot of shit. Recently, <laughs> after that, we go to the AIS uh, Munch, and he'd be like, oh, have you met this not a rock star guy over here? Or something like that. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, we, we should mention that 
Rock Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. The Winter Wickedness Convention is coming on February 1st and 2nd. That's in uh, the Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Yay. You can find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Oh, is there something else I was supposed there to is, say? There is. There is. That's okay. People people know it by now. Did you know I found a, I, I, uh, on a side note, uh, Lupercalia is only 41 days away? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Master, I, I was filling out the calendar last night, and the bat was watching me. <laughs> and she's like, what's all this green marker month after month? I'm like, uh, that's our traveling dates. Ah. And she just kind of sat there, and she's like, wow, I didn't realize you guys did that much. It's like, yeah, yeah, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six before April. And three of them were flying four. Yeah. Nice. Stunned. Nice. <laughs> we're just yeah. sitting here looking at each other going, what the hell are we thinking? <laughs> well, um, I'm going to put out the, uh, the call for uh, the Lupercalia Challenge, Ooh, I will call this. Okay. So this is the, uh, I will have to post this on FetLife too, but um, I'm officially pu- pulling out the orange handkerchief. <gasps> Left pocket, you sick bastards, <laughs> uh, for Lupercalia. So what that means, boys and girls, is the, um, if you have a scene in mind that you would like to do, I have just made a statement that I am open to anything and everything. Anything and everything is up for discussion. Left yes. pocket, though, means you are the top. Yes. What <laughs> <laughs> are my nuts? Nice, nice, nice. So. All right, let's do another. Uh, I have a. Uh, so we did the best new podcast. Mm-hmm. And tell me what, what was the best book you read in 2012? And I'm going to assume kink related. The oh, best not, book. Some of our best of are not. Yeah. Um, I actually tried to make it more of a point to read more during the year. Mm-hmm. So what was the best one that I read? I know, Conquer Me is the one you talked about the most. Conquer Me is the one I talked about the most. Um, (coughs) I'm still reading the very little last part of that one. Um, God, how many did I listen to as audiobooks? Tons. (laughs) And then we're going to interview somebody soon on one of the other ones that I read. Wow. I don't know. I'm going to go with Fifty Shades of Grey. Really? Yes. Not because I enjoyed reading the book at all, um, but it was probably just really interesting, mm-hmm. the impact. It's ha- just everybody chitter-chatting about it and going, oh, my God, what's this mean to everything? And right. And seeing the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey uh, board game mm-hmm. in Barnes & Noble. And <laughs> there's already a parody out about oh, it. There's hundreds of parodies. The, the, the George Takai parody is my favorite so yes. far. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> and the after effect, mm-hmm. which you know, everyone, oh my God, what's this mean to the community? And uh, it doesn't mean anything. It means two or three more people come to the play party than used to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's hard for me to say it's the best uh, anything, but it's uh, maybe most impactful. Mm. Uh, boy, I don't even know. I bother. <laughs> so, crap. <laughs> she murmured. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, probably the only book that I actually completed was a Carl Jung book, not counting my textbooks. Sure. You know what? You know that's why none of my regular books got finished because it was textbook reading year. Almost done <laughs> with that though. <laughs> um, best presenter. 
Now, see, that one's not fair. Okay. Because we had PXS. So we have so many presenters to choose from, those that came to our event and those that we saw out on the road. Okay. And I have, I just have a lot of favorites. I have, I watched somebody local last night. Of course, that's 2013, so I have to remember that for for next year. Yeah, yeah. And I made sure to tell him he was somebody local that does not do the circuit. He only teaches local, and his call, our calling is to get out there to everybody. Right. His calling is local community, and he just did a really good job. Uh-huh. Very good stage presence. Yeah. So. Um, and see, I can't pick anybody from the any of our presenters from PXS. We picked them see. because we wanted them to come out because we know they're good presenters. Right. And we didn't get to see any of them. I know. We're too busy running around. We heard great things from other people. Yeah. But um, so, yeah. And I don't sit in. Oh, no, no, no. I've got one. Okay. I was going to say I don't sit into a lot of workshops, but I do remember one that really pops out at me. And I actually learned a lot from it. And that was Master Z's. Master Z of Dallas up in, um, it was at Kinko de Mayo, uh-huh. and he did one on cathartic play. Ah, okay, I didn't get to see that one. So. No, and it was really good because I got to talk to him afterwards and really pulled some information on how he answered my questions and pulled that information into how I work with my spirituality, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Neat. I, uh, and again, this is not to say that these are the best presenters and Mm-mm. it's our favorite presenters or ones that stick out to us while mm-hmm. we're on this particular Thursday morning that we're recording this. Exactly. So I have one for you. Okay. Favorite location to record from? Easy. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I'm going to say our hotel room in Edmonton Calendar, Edmonton <laughs> Canada. Yes. And this is our, uh, this goes back to uh, last year when we were at Lupercalia. Mm-hmm. And the reason that this is my favorite recording uh, location uh-huh. is not because it was in Edmonton or because it was in a hotel room, but it was because we, the uh, technology that we had was very, it was not great. So I had to scrunch up on the couch next to Janet Harding for this uh, interview That's to work. That's right. That's right. So now, so you got to scrunch up next to Janet Hardy. Mm-hmm. And but my favorite location yeah. was on the cruise ship. <laughs> when we nice. recorded from the cruise yeah. ship with uh, Barrick and Sheba. Right, right. That was that was pretty neat. Actually, that was pretty neat. Yeah. We're all looking out the windows at the high seas, you know, at the ocean, and um, it was just really, really, really awesome. That was probably the first episode of the podcast we ever did that was actually legal because there is no law right. out in the middle of the ocean in the international waters. I guess the captain sure could have <laughs> done something, could have married us or something. Exactly. Uh, best. Well, gee, here's a surprise. Best tentacle porn. Do you know, I was sent so much tentacle porn. And this probably leads into our uh, best tentacle fan, or best, what was it, what did we call that? I forget what we called uh, that. We call it best tentacle support fan. Best tentacle support fan. So, now, the one that made me laugh the most uh-huh. was the Cthulhu Christmas tree. Yes. So that one made me laugh the most. Right. But that wasn't porn. Um... Someone sent me a link. Okay, so the most interesting porn was the one that sent me to the link where they tried to make it tentacle porn with live people. Oh, like the porno. Yeah, 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 it was was, porno. It was interesting. I will grant you that. So interesting how they tried to to mimic something in real life for for that. Um, Lots of other great stuff. A lot of it's anime and things like that. So, yeah. And then uh, most, stuff. most rabid tentacle fan? Would be Chip. 
Yes. <laughs> who apparently who took a umbrage to the idea that other people were catching up. And, and, I, was, I was re-looking through his pictures this morning I, I that will, he sent. I have uh, as well. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, I just got it. We got the, uh, have you seen the apron that no. someone just sent us? Uh-uh. They just sent us a little bit ago uh, an apron uh, of tentacles picking up cupcakes. I'll oh, show you the picture. Neat. That would be awesome. Um, uh, I will have to agree that Chip is the most rabid tentacle support fan. Master and Dragon's Little Red Pixie yes. were catching up as well. They just started later in the year. So yes. <laughs> Chip heard that, and that's why he sent me the whole list of the pictures in an email. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and I will, and the best cake and boobies pick support fan would be... Uh, Sue. Sue. Yeah, who I think is the only person that sent me <laughs> food on. Actually, it's food on movies, not necessarily a kick, but uh, the only. F- so you have this thing, oh, I like tentacle, and everybody mm-hmm. in the world sends you tentacle porn. I say, I like f- pictures of food on boobies, and I get nothing. So. <laughs> but thank you, Sue, for at least supporting me there. <laughs> so, what was my favorite? So, feeding off the tentacle theme, mm-hmm. what was my uh, favorite Christmas gift? Yes. You got me the wrap earring. That's mm-hmm. the tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Cannot recall offhand who sent me that link. I don't but remember, uh, there but... was a link to it. Like I said, it's an earring of a tentacle wrapped around an ear. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what I got you for Christmas. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for the link. <laughs> and did not open that one up around the kids. No, no. So just because the, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> Do you want to go into the question of the day? Uh, sure. Or you want to work on some more? No, no, let's knock out that question of the day. Okay. So the question of the day came from, oh, you know what? I didn't get permission to use their names. So let's see. The subject is play partners, and this mm-hmm. came in through the comment form. Mm-hmm. So the subject is play partners, and it said, Recently I was listening to your podcast on finding a play partner, and I'm still a bit confused. I've heard people say that you need to have a lot of trust between play partners and you need to make sure you know who you're playing with to avoid predators. If you should have trust and familiar... I hate that word. And and you're familiar. (laughs) Between partners, then how do you just play with someone at an event? I'm just wondering if someone goes to an event and is looking for a play partner, how do they do that responsibly? I feel like... Those are conflicting ideas, but I'm not sure. I, I think that's a fantastic question, and I agree. They are conflicting ideas. The, um, the easy one is finding play partners at a event. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I just put out this random, I'll play with anybody, uh, any scene at Lupercalia thing, mm-hmm. right? The, the reason I can do that at an event, and it's a safer now, granted, there's always cases where nothing is true, blah, blah, blah. Right. But at an event, you've got 300, let's say, 300 people there. And every single one of them has started the process by having some kind of photo ID, mm-hmm. some kind of identification, some kind of a credit card statement to pay to get in the door, some kind of real information. This is who I truly am. Right. Name, address, phone number, etc. on file at mm-hmm. that event. Mm-hmm. So there's a reduction in the predator, uh, the random predator, somewhat, mm-hmm. right? The other aspect of it, when I play at an event, I play in the public dungeon, right? So there's right. another 30 or 40 people around me having their own little scenes. Maybe it's 10 or 20, but either way, it's a public dungeon. So it's not like a, a situation where if... Uh, I say, okay, well, we'll do, I'll uh, let you spank me, 
and then you uh, put on a strap on and start to anally uh, violate me. (laughs) If I speak up and say, hey, stop. Mm -hmm. There's people who have the job of walking around Mm -hmm. called dungeon monitors to hear if they hear a safe word, if they hear someone in distress to investigate it and take appropriate action. Right. So uh, at a play, and then the other nice thing is at at an event, a lot of events will use um, wristbands Mm -hmm. to say, I am a top looking to play, I'm a bottom looking to play, I'm a switch looking to play. So this just makes that whole negotiation part easier. So I think that's why at an event, it's a little easier to find people to play with. Plus, and the other nice thing is, if I was interested in having somebody, um, for example, if I wanted to find somebody to to whip you, right? Whip's mm-hmm. a pretty serious toy. Right. I can watch somebody whip someone else. I can see what style they use. Mm-hmm. I can see if they're, if they're skilled in their technique. Yep. Uh, and then I, can, then I can approach them and say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Right, so I think finding a play partner at an event is far easier, far less likely to be a bad situation. Now, right. just because you've paid to get into an event doesn't mean you're good. It doesn't mean you're not either. You're a skilled BDSM player. It just reduces the predator aspect. I think exactly, exactly, because there's a paper trail, like you were yeah. saying, you know, to the people that are there and. Um, I like being able to watch somebody else, you know, to see how skilled they are before playing with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything. I've got really nothing to add to what you've said. You've pretty much covered it. And, you know, actually, when someone's getting ready to play with someone else, I recommend going to an event, you know, yeah. or, or something because there is a bigger safety net there. So, right. And, you know, the flip side of it is meeting people outside an event. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's no different from any other you know, if you think internet dating, right? You know, uh, it's inherently dangerous to meet strangers who, with especially when you, you know, when you meet a, a stranger via an internet dating site, you're meeting someone to talk with and perhaps develop a romantic romantic relationship with, perhaps to have sex as well. Mm-hmm. But if you meet somebody via Caller Me or via one of the BDSM dating sites, you're Initial, in, you know, the first thing you're saying is, "I'm into kinky sex." Right. What about you? Let's meet. Mm-hmm. So it's it starts off with a different connotation, and that's why we say, you know, make sure that the you've built that trust and familiarity with that person prior to being in a locked hotel room with them, and they tie you up. Mm-hmm. So totally agree. Okay. Totally so that agree. That's the question of the day. Uh, that's the question of the day. If you have a question of the day or stuff like that, you can get a hold of <laughs> us via the comment form on the webpage, Erotic Awakening. Or, sorry, I just, I just had a video popped in my head. <laughs> or on Facebook, Erotic Awakening, one word. Uh, or, uh, now I'm wondering about video. <laughs> on our FetLife group, Erotic Awakening, two separate words. Or on Twitter. This one's a little different. Dan and Don, all yes. one word. Uh, other ways to contact us as well as will where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other crap like that can be found at erotawakening.com, <laughs> including the new podcast page. I am constantly toying with the pages lately. Oh, I noticed that. You really get into a creative mood, but there's uh, things that are driving that as well. So The other question of the day that does not appear on your show notes is, where am I going to get gear to play with other people? 
Where are you going to get gear? Probably from Manor Gear. They've got great stuff. Erotic Awakening <laughs> is sponsored in part by Manor Gear. Manor Gear is owned by a lifestyle couple with over 20 years experience that sells handcrafted leather goods. They specialize in custom-made items and the repair and restoration of your leather goods. Slave-tested and master-approved. Find out more at manorgear.com. You know that's funny about that? I've read that a few times now. Mm-hmm. And it strikes me that uh, the repair and restoration of your leather goods. Have we repaired and restored my leather goods yet? Speak, I have a particular vest that I have some patches I want changed and rearranged. No, sir. I have not. Good. Let's take care of that. Yes, sir. Next. Okay. So I've actually got a couple here. Oh, I do, do you want to know what video was popping through oh, my yes, head? Oh, yes. Yeah. It has Benny Hill theme music. <laughs> I was showing it to people last night. Yeah. So, yes, it was awesome. You should tell Beth to post that. Beth, okay. Beth she wasn't sure. A... She wasn't sure if she was allowed to post oh, it or absolutely. not. Oh, absolutely. I thought that was quite... Uh, so humorous. that was our favorite photo shoot. That was... So far, that's our favorite uh, creation from the photo shoot. We haven't seen everything. Right. But uh, that put together this video of uh, Master Dan with a rope trying to tie me up. And let's just say it's got Benny Hill music in the background. <laughs> it is so much fun. So I'll tell I'll tell that. Okay. Um, all right. So question for you. Let's see if you can remember this one. Your favorite interaction with a fan at an event? Um, I'm going to say... (sighs) (laughs) The one that comes to mind at the moment would be at GLLA. Mm -hmm. We ran Mm -hmm. into uh, some people that had been... I think it was their second event. I think so, yes. I think PXS might have been their... No, I'm not it was their sure. second. It was one yeah. of their very earliest events. They came specifically because they heard us talk about GLLA. They're very uh, gracious mm-hmm. and grateful for the opportunity to meet and interact with us. And I did something I don't normally do, which I kind of recommended and suggested we do some pickup play with the female member of the 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 fan mm-hmm. couple. And uh, well, his fantasy was to watch her play with yeah. somebody else. So you know, we got to I got to sit on the sidelines with him too. Yeah. So <laughs> and, and we just love helping people fulfill their fantasies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, it was just with the whole cut with the couple. It was just a wonderful interaction, um, and it was wonderful to help introduce somebody into their fantasy as well as just just very gracious people. Absolutely. So, and you know, mine would probably all be from GLLA too. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it was probably because PXS had just happened, you know, and when I went down to the Ash Bash, you know, with the, with the Cigar Social and everybody was talking about it and, and, you know, it was just really nice. It just really pumps you up and gets you ready for next year. But I also liked... What was it? Downstairs, while we were signing books, someone asked us to spread apart across the room and go, hi, Dan, hi, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. That was fun. Oh, my gosh. Let's see if we can knock out a couple more of these. Okay. Uh, we did, um, boy, there's some good ones in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's an interesting one, though. Best orgasm? Of the year? I didn't put that on the list. So, well, I've already got the best orgasm in 2013. But, um. Wow, really? <laughs> so far. Oh, so far. Okay. I was like, wow, well, fuck me. They're not giving me a chance to top it. Okay, good. 
best orgasm of 2012. I thought you put that on there. Sorry, I didn't. No, I didn't put that on there. I think that's one of the ones we were asking our public uh, what their best orgasm was. So, okay. Because I've had some really fucking amazing ones. Yeah, I have. have you? Absolutely. <laughs> um, boy, how do you even rate the best orgasm? I don't know because they're the, different. The different. my best orgasm of 2012 is the continuing year long. Orgasmic love affair I have with you. Aww. That's nice. <laughs> That'll get me laid. Hey, just about anything will yeah, get you laid. From... <laughs> or slaves spread your legs. That'll get me laid too. So that's. Um, best. Uh, boy, I tell you, this is a horrible one, but best. I mean, horrible because it's so hard to pick, but mm-hmm. best uh, podcast guest. Ooh. Best podcast guest. Absolutely love Janet Hardy. Uh-huh. Um, there are so many good ones. Wow, that's a thinker. <laughs> it is a thinker. Or you could look you at your what? show notes because you wrote down. Well, I know because oh, okay. uh, one of the, one of the things that um, I was thinking of is that I always like to interview people on the road, yeah. but I like having them in the studio as well. Huh? So I was clicking through my, my little Rolodex of who we've had in the studio, which is our living room. Right. <laughs> um, it would be Sir Will and Lisa. Mm-hmm. Just really, really great people, and um, loved interviewing them. So they ended up talking about monogamy. For us, and had a really great viewpoint on that because we had people, you know, writing us saying, "You guys talk about poly all the time, but what about monogamy?" Yeah, yeah. So it was really nice to have the good monogamous view. And they talked about whips. So because they talked about whips, I ended up asking Sir Will if <laughs> oh. he'd whip me at a later event, and that went really well too. <laughs> El machete. No wonder. Yeah, yeah. El machete. <laughs> No wonder it's your favorite. Uh, we do have to mention before uh, we get much further that the new subscribers, including Manda from California, Master Romeo from Ohio, Deanna from Arkansas, Kimberly mm-hmm. from... Where's Kimberly from? Oh, IA. Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> Clay from Delaware and the Wine Guys Girl from here in Columbus, who mm-hmm. I've recently heard from via the FetLife. So have I. Well, there so, you go. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, have recently added, subscribed to the newsletter. They're going to be the first people to find out about when Power Exchange Summit tickets go on sale. Yes. We have a date. We have a new hotel. And it's all exciting. Yes. <laughs> we have other things to talk about today. And then uh, Lisa apparently sent you a link to a USB tentacle. She did. Is so that I'm, a dildo vibrator thing? No, or is no, it just no. a tentacle? That... Actually, a couple of people um, have sent it. Lisa's been the most recent one. And it's just a tentacle arm that you plug into your USB port on your computer, and it wiggles. It wiggles while you work. It'd <laughs> be so much fun. Except I wouldn't be able to get rid of the cat. The cat would be up here with my computer yes. all day long playing with a tentacle. Or perhaps it would not be so fun when it wiggles over to the keyboard, types in, feed me. <laughs> my apologies to Slave M. Slave M asked us to put out a mention of a New Year's Eve party happening Aww. at the Sims Center in Chicago. Uh, certainly don't mind putting that link out. Kind of... A bit kind of dollar late, late day Aww. short today at this point. Sorry to slave him. Uh, but thank you to uh, Nova and Pony Girl who both licked us on Facebook lately. Yes. So awesome. 
So uh, just about time for me to uh, plug this thing off and get to work. Any other best of you want to mm-hmm. mention? I want to ask you, what was your... Because we actually do... Um, we're not... Believe it or not, we're not really big movie goers. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not really into the Hollywood movies. But um, we do try to make a point to do like a date night with Karen mm-hmm. and do movies, you know, every great now and then. So we do have some movies we've watched. So what was your favorite movie of the year? Um, you know, I can't say I saw any kinky movies during the year, so I guess it's not going to be a kinky movie. I don't red oh, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. My The best kink movie I saw haha, during the year was the one where a... Uh, someone who apparently looks a lot like Wonder Woman, but for copyright reasons, we won't call her Wonder Woman, <laughs> was captured by some guy and hooked up to an electric dildo vibrator oh, thing. that's right. In some kind of a porn that we saw at... Kinky, no, no, Kinky College. Was it Kinky College? Yes, in the okay, movie theater great. there. Oh, that's right. So, now mine was not kinky, okay. so, but um, Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Really, really loved the Cloud Atlas. So if you're into um, thinking about anything like past lives or karma or just like Tom Hanks or was it Halle Berry? Yes. So, you know, if you like any of those, it's a I'm going to have to watch it again because it's an experience first. And it leaves me with some questions or some thinking mm-hmm. stuff, and uh, so I'm probably going to watch it again. And and you and I are not big Hollywood movie fans. Mm-mm. I will I actually put out that I really enjoyed watching uh, two two different time travel movies. One of them called <gasps> Safety Not Guaranteed, very yes. a small little indie flick. Yes, and Looper as Looper, well. Looper, yes, uh, which I thought was a very good movie as well. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay, <laughs> let me look through these. Most rabid fan of 2012. Wow. Tough one. That is a tough one. Now, we had one uh, uh, fan, and I just can't recall if she will allow us, is uh, letting us use her name or not, uh, so I will use the name Mm L, who sent us a beautiful picture, hand-drawn picture. Oh, yeah. With a little poem on it that she sent that we have right over there. We've always got Sue and Andy. Uh, yeah, Sue and Andy. Uh, Bad Bunny. Oh, my gosh. You can put out a podcast, and 30 seconds later, she's texting me. Yeah. <laughs> she's listened to it. So, You know, it would be very difficult to say the most rabid fan. We have a lot of uh, fans that support the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, we just met from El Paso. Uh, Carr... <laughs> Can't say their names yes, either. <laughs> really, you know what's funny is we write down people who are okay with their, their names being said and not, mm-hmm. and then a month goes by and it's like, what did they say? I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who run the playroom down in, in El Paso? Mm-hmm. Uh, really neat. They happen to be. They're obviously from Texas, but they were uh, or New Mexico actually, but they were in Ohio. For uh, a family thing, and they, right. you know, would uh, have, have the opportunity to have a cup of coffee with them. Um, we had the ones hanging out with us at GLLA mm-hmm. and Lupercalia. Oh, oh yeah. In, oh, in and you. I think we can. You know what? I'm pretty sure we can use their names. So, okay. well, except now that I've said the event, so <laughs> the location. <laughs> but uh, in and you. Yes. So yes. They're listening. In and you, and you know. Uh, 
just great, great you know, people. And Chip and Fat Master and uh, we had a picture taken at GLLA and, and uh, you know we, we just go on and on and, and now I just I feel bad we're not going to mention everybody we're going to as soon as I stop recording oh my god how did I not mention so and so and so and so uh, and and since there's literally hundreds of you you'll have to forgive us for not um, or write in and make a comment yeah and we'll write read it on the next show. <laughs> I listen to this shit for my health. It's all about the shout out. Awesome. All right. Can you think of anything, anything else? We had a long list here, but I think we covered most of it. Yeah, I think so as well. I do. Uh, just we'll make the quick reflection. It's been a uh, fantastic year. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, on 2012, this is what is amazing to me. We have all these projects that we do. We have some um, books that we're looking at to write. We've got uh, one that, that's almost done, so we'll, we'll do a little more talking about that one later. But um, we actually did two projects, two major projects in 2012 that were different than what we had done before. So, like I said, we present, we do the podcast, we've you know, done some writings, we've, you know, things like that. But um, we did, and I've been tooting this today because I'm so excited that next year's coming up, the Power Exchange Summit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved putting that together. Absolutely loved how that turned out. We spent a lot of time uh-huh. on putting that project together. And then the new Kickstarter game. You know, that was 2012 as well. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. even a plan, but whew. <laughs> We've had an amazing year. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yay. Yay, indeed. Looking forward to 2013. <laughs> Good this time. We did do good this time. Did you know we we're recording again? No. I didn't Erotic know. Awakening is sponsored in uh, blah 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 blah. <laughs> you have to find it. Want to have your podcast event charity or service as the first thing listeners hear on our podcast? Make a ten dollar donation to the podcast for a ten second front bump, which always goes far more than ten seconds <laughs> on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. What a bargain! Contact us at Dan and Dawn at Erotic Awakening.com. Bye Dan. Bye Dawn. <laughs>